Hey, good evening and welcome to WILT podcast, What I Learned Today. I'll be your host, Michael Hyland, and I'll be doing exactly what the title of this podcast says, and I'll be sharing what I learned today. And um, I just want to state really quickly that I am uh, oversimplifying or... um, well, I don't want to say oversimplifying, but I am sharing just kind of the main points of what I have learned today. So uh, this obviously is a lot more in depth if you were to read the book on your own. So the book I'm reading right now is Limitless by author Jim Quick. That's K-W-I-K. And um, I'm today I'll be reviewing what I learned in section two limitless mindset so just a quick recap uh there are three sections to this book or um the three sections to the limitless method and those are limitless mindset limitless methods and limitless motivation and i think i got those out of order i think limitless motivation is second and then limitless methods but they all work in tandem uh and are are supposed to allow us to live a limitless life. Um, So section two consists of chapters five and six. So reviewing chapters five first, uh, in this chapter he's talking about our belief system and our limiting beliefs and how our uh, belief systems will actually affect our uh, whether or not we take action. So what I learned in chapter five is that we all have limiting beliefs. These are beliefs that we have about our abilities and what we are capable of accomplishing or achieving. Our beliefs affect whether or not we will take action on what it is that we want in life. As I said a moment ago, these beliefs come often from our childhood or our conditioning and are often subconscious. We're not even aware of them until we start examining and looking for these limited beliefs. They also come from experiences that we've had on our journey through this life. Um, So Jim proposes three keys to minimize these limiting beliefs in our life. Um, And just real quickly, a limiting belief is something normally that we're telling ourselves and we may not even be aware of it but it may be something to the effect of i can't learn this or i can't do this thing or i'm not good enough or i don't deserve this thing in life or uh, to have this relationship or to have this job or so on um so anyway back to the three keys that jim proposes uh in order to minimize the limiting beliefs that we hold um, are one are to name our belief so uh, the simple broke down version of doing this is to actually make a list of those things that you tell yourself um, that you're not good at or that you're not capable or do of doing or that you're not worthy of having um, number two is to get to the facts so take time and clearly think through those beliefs listen to your language Um, listen to what you're saying to yourself and then analyze is it really true is it um, you know if I really listen to what I'm saying is that 
story uh, true that I'm telling myself over and over. And remember, the things that we tell ourselves uh, become the beliefs we hold, and the beliefs we hold affect whether or not we take action on the things we want in life. And if we don't believe that we're worthy of them or are capable of achieving them, then we probably will not. I think it was Henry Ford, and I mentioned this uh the podcast last night and I couldn't remember who it was attributed to but I believe it was Henry Ford said whether or not a man believes he can or cannot do a thing he is most probably right and I'm paraphrasing there I don't know if that's the exact quote but it's something to that effect so anyway uh, get to the facts is it true and then listen to what you're saying to yourself and ask yourself would you talk to anyone else in that way And then um, ask yourself the questions, where or from whom did you get that belief? Where did it, was it uh, established? Where did it come from? And it may be from a situation earlier on in your life and you develop this belief from that situation happening. It doesn't always have to be something that someone else said to you and then you took it to be the truth. All right, and then step number three is to create new beliefs. Excuse me. So write a new list next to your limiting beliefs. um, And on this new list, list, you're going to write positive beliefs that happen to be true and empowering and expansive. Um, So I'm going to give you a for instance real quick. So backstory on this. Um, When I was a kid, I used to love playing with Legos and I would build all kinds of things like castles and forts and ships and houses and towns and everything. And I would just spend a lot of time playing and using my imagination. And so um, creating these structures was a large part of that fun. And it took a lot of time and effort and uh, focus and energy to uh, create these things. And to me, they were were my little masterpieces. And so... um, uh, God bless him, but my little brother Jerry would come along and inevitably tear him apart. Um, and not necessarily to build something new. Often, I've, I've, and you know, this may just be my, uh, my truth or my, how I remember it, but uh, it was kind of just like uh, someone coming through and just tearing my stuff up for no uh, reason. And so I would go tell my mom. Mom, Jerry broke my Legos, and her response was always the same. It was, Legos are for building and taking apart. And uh, while I recognize the validity of that and have for quite some time recognized how that did help me throughout my life to realize that sometimes in life things fall apart, the other message that I took from that, and I didn't realize that until last night and today while I was evaluating some of these things, is that the things that I create will always be torn apart. Now, that's a limiting belief that I created based on that situation. And my my mom wasn't trying to instill that belief in me, and my younger brother wasn't necessarily being malicious and tearing Legos apart. Younger brothers do those types of things. So I understand that, but I'm carrying this limiting belief with me, and that belief... um, was that everything I create will be destroyed, and so there's no sense in spending the time to build anything uh, worthwhile in life. Um, And so after evaluating that and realizing uh, that that's not true, um, the, uh, 
other the new belief that I created was although in life some things fall apart, I have created many things that still exist and are appreciated deeply by many people. And so uh, that's just an example of taking in a limiting belief, analyzing it, and turning it into a positive belief. And that positive belief can then be turned into an affirmation that you repeat to yourself on a daily basis and allows you to establish that belief firmly, as firmly or stronger than uh, the current or prior beliefs. Okay. So that was chapter five. Moving on to chapter six, um, he talks, Jim talks about seven lies of learning. And he uses the acronym for lies as, or the acronym, limited ideas entertained in the place of lies. So uh, these are seven limited ideas that are entertained that block us from learning. So number one is intelligence is fixed. Um, And I'm just going to run through these. I'm not going to, like I said, this uh, podcast isn't going to go into all the details of how he explains this in the book because it would take forever. And if you want to know more about that, like I said, please uh, get a copy of this book, read it or listen to it. It's great so far. And I'm really feeling like it's having the impact that I was hoping that it would, um, leading up to reading it. So anyway, um, back to the seven lies of learning and number one, intelligence is fixed. The truth is intelligence is not fixed. And there are many forms of intelligence such as emotional intelligence. Intelligence is fluid it is not how smart you are. It is how you are smart. Once again, it is not how smart you are. It is how you are smart. So we're going to change that uh, belief of intelligence is fixed to intelligence is fluid. Number two, we only use 10% of our brain. Now, I've heard this a lot through life. We see it in a lot of <coughs> cinema and movies and so on. And... Um, is something I think is widely accepted uh, socially, uh, but apparently, uh, you know, the truth is that we use our whole brain much like we use our whole body. Um, but for instance, some people who use their whole body may be stronger because of the way that they are using their body or training their body in order to use it, such as in sports. Um, Olympics and, and, and those types of things. So, or even in the military, um, where people train their body, well, it's the same way with our mind. Uh, we use all of our mind, but people who seem to be, um, uh, it, when, when it seems like some people, how, how can they do so much? Um, they're, they're using their whole mind, but they're training their or their whole brain, but they're training their brain in order to function in the way that they want. So the truth is that we all have the power of, or we all have the all of, I'm sorry, we have all of the power of our brain available to us right now. The key is to learn how to use our brain most efficiently and effectively as possible. So that was lie number two. Moving on to lie number three. Mistakes are failures. 
Uh, this is something that I think a lot of people get confused by. I think that if you just stop for a short time and think about it and think of all the people who have succeeded at things in life, you realize that obviously they went through a lot of failures. We don't necessarily remember people for that. But in order to achieve in life, you're going to have to fall down, get up, and learn a lesson. The truth behind this lie is that there is no such thing as failure, only failure to learn. So when we make a mistake, we learn from it, and then we get up and proceed. And that is progress. That is success. Lie number four, knowledge is power. The truth is that knowledge plus action is power. So we all know that there are things that we know, yet we don't act on them. And if we did act on them, we could have a better life or we could have a certain thing that we wish to achieve. But by not acting on that knowledge, we are powerless. Uh, Excuse me again. I'm sorry about that. Okay. Lie number five. Learning new things is very difficult. Um, The truth is that learning new things can sometimes be difficult. But if we take the time and learn how to learn, it becomes much easier and enjoyable to learn. So once again, going back to um, the other lie that uh, we only use 10% of our brain or that intelligence is fixed. It's not how smart we are. It's how are we smart. So if it seems difficult to learn things, but we take the time to learn how to learn them, how we personally learn, then it makes it much easier and, like I said, enjoyable. Lie number six, the criticism of others matters. Um... Let me just say, no, it doesn't. I think that it's important. Now, this is a personal note. I think it's important to learn how to take criticism um, in a uh, constructive way. But the truth is that people who care aren't really ever giving criticism. It's more of a productive guidance is how I look at it. So the truth behind this lie of criticism of others matters is that creating a new life can be scary but regret is much scarier and it's not the job of others to like love or respect us that's our job and that's not to say that we don't want other people to do that but if we like love and respect ourselves and are holding ourselves to a higher standard and reaching our highest potential in life we're likely going to have people who like love and respect us. That's going to be a result. But look, looking for that ahead of time in order to go achieve something is probably going to leave you looking for a long time and not achieving a lot. Um, I've, uh, I've found that to be true in my own life. Um, and that's not to uh, belittle myself. Uh, there are areas in my life that I have not achieved the things that I would like to, and I'm working on that. Uh, I'm constantly working to uh, to overcome, you know, limits in my life and and be a better person and everything. But I have experienced that exact thing. So the criticism of others does not matter. Um, liking, loving, and respecting us is our own job. And finally. Lie number seven, genius is born.
And so often when we think of genius, we think of maybe Albert Einstein. Uh, Not everyone may know, though, that Albert Einstein was not uh, an exceptional student. He learned very differently and, um, you know, in his own way, as we all know, was kind of quirky and everything. But he embraced that. He found a way to embrace that. And he, he actually saw things differently and was able to bring all the genius that he did to the world. Well, the truth about genius is that we all have the potential for genius. It's not born. It's made through deep practice. That's something that um, anyone who has brought any kind of genius uh, to the world has done. They have developed that genius. It was not born. They were not born with that knowledge. It was pursued. They uh, acted upon that knowledge, which became power. And through doing that, they, um, they showcased their genius. So... Those were the seven lies. That was chapter six. That was section, um, what, section two, section one. I'm sorry, section two. That was Limitless Mindset, chapters five and six from the book Limitless by Jim Quick. Thank you for joining me tonight. My name is Michael Hyland. You've been listening to WILT podcast, What I Learned Today. I hope you enjoyed, and I'll be looking forward to talking to you again tomorrow. Thanks. Goodbye. I love you.